Jim Irsay tweets for a lot of reasons. One of them is to give away stuff. Another one is to thank fans for just being themselves and being so enthusiastic. We got a third last night, and that was because he's angry that an NFL team attempted to contact Andrew Luck or one of Andrew Luck's representatives to find out whether he was interested in returning to the NFL, and that is a violation of NFL rules. Jim Irsay's not happy about it. We'll talk about it. Nick Foles, no longer with the team. He's been released. That was done, I think, on Friday. It was expected. What wasn't expected is that it took so long to do, but what was to be gained by the Colts for doing it earlier. So that's kind of a question. Rookie minicamp is over. What did we get out of rookie minicamp? One thing that we got was hope, a lot of hope about Anthony Richardson and Shane Steichen being the right combination of quarterback and coach to get this thing back on the rails from a quarterback perspective. The quarterback is the most important position, obviously, on the NFL field, and the Colts have not gotten it right in a couple of years. Phillip Rivers was kind of right. Jacoby Brissett was not. Carson Wentz was not. Matt Ryan was not. Maybe the long-term solution at quarterback has finally come to Indianapolis. We'll talk about that, too. This... Oh, and Indiana baseball and softball with sweeps over the weekend. It's Breakfast with Kent for Monday, May 8th, 2023. Brought to you by the great people at Johnson's Plumbing. Jared Johnson's the best plumber that there is. You got a chance to hire the best, you hire the best. You give him a call. That's what you do. He's fixed our plumbing three different times perfectly. We are thrilled with the work that Jared Johnson does. 765 610 Zero 09 is the number. Hit the subscribe button. Hit the like button. I don't really know where the buttons are. I always point here for subscribe. I don't know why. If, it, if it's over here, hit it over here. Hit the like button. And if you want to make a donation, you make a donation. Very, very nice of you to do. Let's talk about sports. Let's talk about the tweet from Jim Irsay. You get a lot of, of tweets from Jim Irsay, like 11 hours ago. Uh, born today, 90 years ago, the revolutionary QB who changed the game forever, Johnny Unitas. So you get a lot of stuff like that from Jim Irsay. Then eight hours ago, uh, if any NFL team attempted to contact Andrew Luck or any associate of him to play for their franchise, it would be a clear violation of the league's tampering policy. Andrew Luck, with three years remaining on it, here's how it works. If a guy retires and he's under contract, the contract suspends right then. If he decides that he's going to play at some point after that, he's going to come out of retirement, that contract then, at that moment, kind of reintegrates with the player's career. So Andrew Luck is still, if he ever decided that he was going to play football again, would be the property of the Indianapolis Colts. And to contact Andrew Luck or talk about him playing is a violation of the tampering policy. Andrew Luck's not going to play football again. There's no chance of that happening. Andrew Luck did not make that decision to retire lightly. He is not going to come back and play football. But a team that would engage with Andrew Luck in an effort to try to talk him into it or gauge his interest that would be violating the tampering rules. Not a, sub, uh, a su surprise 
that uh, an operation run by Daniel Snyder would do something a little bit rogue and idiotic. But you know what? That's what you get. When you open the door for stupid, you get stupid. And Daniel Snyder continues to bring stupid, irresponsible leadership to the NFL and his NFL franchise, which is great news and has been great news for that division forever. The Eagles, the Giants, and the Cowboys have benefited for 20-plus years from Daniel Snyder's lack of leadership for the Washington football franchise. All right, Nick Foles is gone. He was released. And, and so in the Colts media room, people were talking about the timing because the timing like, okay, why on, on May 5th do the Colts release Nick Foles? Why not on April 30th or why not on May 31st? What, what was the timing of May 5th that made any sense? And, and so I said to Mike Chappell, maybe they just forgot. Maybe they forgot he was on the roster and it just wasn't a priority. And Champ kind of laughed and said, you know, it could be, it could be. Did you release Foles? No. Did you release Foles? No. Huh. We got to release Foles. It might be that simple. I'd get comments on the channel about Nick Foles and about when he would be released, if he would be released. There's no advantage contractually to releasing him on any given date. So the Colts just, they did it when they did it. and It was not a priority. There was no need to make it a priority, so they just did it when they did it. It was obvious that it was going to occur. The Colts now have $24 million in uh, $24 and change in cap space, uh, top 51, which is what the cap is until uh, the regular season roster is set. So there's some maneuverability. Colts can go get somebody. Would they go get somebody? In this offseason, would they make a deal like the Eagles made last year for somebody like A.J. Brown to bring in an elite-level tool for Anthony Richardson to work with and kind of move this offense forward? The, what's going on with the Colts is really, really interesting. And Anthony Richardson, you know what? His behavior is that of a guy who is going to learn and, and process and get things right. That's his behavior. Every time he comes to the podium, he, he's not putting extra pressure on himself. He's not trying to relieve pressure from himself. He just is who he is. He seems to be a guy who is very, very comfortable in his skin when he comes and talks to the media, when he's out on the field during rookie minicamp, and it is so soon in this process. It's very, very hard to gauge these things accurately, but to the extent that we can, Anthony Richardson seems to be built correctly from the standpoint of being a guy who can be counted on to do the right thing at the right time to get the information he needs to develop some insight from a quarterbacking perspective, go out and compete. And then what, what Shane Steichen was talking about this weekend is what he needs is a guy to turn the page, make a mistake, learn from it, turn the page, go do it again. That's what you've got to do in the National Football League. It's like in baseball. You strike out 150 times a year. It doesn't really matter. That's, almost, that's once a game, basically. If you hit 35 home runs, hit 280, and drive in 110 runs, you know what? You take the strikeouts. You learn from the strikeouts. You move on from the strikeouts. You don't go into the dugout and cry. You throw a pick. No, Nobody gets through a season without throwing a pick. You throw a pick. Turn the page, go do it again. 
That's what you do, and that seems to be the kind of personality that Anthony Richardson has. From an athletic standpoint, he's obviously different. When you walk on the field, it, or when he walks on the field, more importantly, you look and you're like, oh, that's different. And he is. Ball just pops out of his hand. Now, where's it going to pop? That's kind of the question. He's going to have to figure out how to get more accurate more often. Sometimes he's pinpoint accurate, sometimes really, really not. And, and that can be a problem. You've got to be able to throw the ball to where you want it to go in order to be, I mean, that's, that's the essence of quarterback play, right? That's just what, you got to be accurate. And Anthony Richardson, so here's what they can do, and here's why it's really, really interesting, the, the kind of marriage between Richardson and Steichen, is Steichen's done this before, and he's gotten good play out of the quarterback position at a really, really young period of a player's development, all right? He did it with Jalen Hurts. He did it with Justin Herbert. He knows how to get that done. He knows quarterback play. He knows psychology, and he knows the physical attributes necessary, and he knows, maybe most importantly, how to feed information and concepts to a quarterback in a way that he's going to be able to process them and then deliver positive football plays. So if they shrink down the playbook, and they make it possible for him to kind of run a, a, a less complicated NFL offensive playbook than he will when he's a third-year or fourth-year guy, you know what? That would be a problem if he weren't so dynamic. That would be a, it, it would allow defenses to scheme for the Colts easily and quickly and, and really put the Colts in a negative situation because the playbook wasn't this thick, it was this thick. But when you've got a guy like Andrew or Anthony Richardson who can navigate athletically, make plays athletically at the level that he's going to be able to, that kind of takes away the advantage that a defense would have. And that is a reason to be really, really excited about what this team is. There are going to be mistakes, there are going to be turnovers. But there's also the opportunity on every single play for something unbelievable to happen. The days of the bubble screen being the hallmark of the Colts' offense are over. Frank Reich and Parks Frazier are goners. And what has replaced them is a guy who understands quarterback play at a higher level and understands what a player is capable of at a higher level and I think that the Colts' offense, as a result, is going to be improved immediately. Um, rookies are now banned from the facility, by the way. Uh, the next event is the OTA, and OTAs, plural, uh, May 23rd through the 25th, then 31st through June 2nd, June 5th through June 8th. The mandatory minicamp is uh, June 13th through the 15th. But right now, this week... Rookies cannot be in the complex. Anthony Richardson on Saturday said he'd love to be there. He never wants to leave. I like hearing that. And he had a big smile on his face. It wasn't try like he was trying to sell us something. He's just really, really enthusiastic about being an Indianapolis Colt, being an Indianapolis resident. Said that he, uh, we talked about it a little bit, but he went to the Walgreens. 
And nobody recognized him. So that was nice. Um, and he doesn't have to worry about that in Indy because we tend, as a group, we tend to leave people alone. And that's a good thing. Um, Indy loves people who love Indy. Loving Indy is a good thing. Indianapolis, like, well, Indianapolis is boring. No place is boring. You, you either know where to find fun or you don't know where to find fun. And that's true in any city. No city is boring. People are boring. Uh, new pals Ian Stevens, he's going to be added to IU's roster as a walk-on. 15.2 points per game last year, 7.9 rebounds as a senior. Walk-ons are important. They're not going to play a lot in games. They're walk-ons for a reason. But they do a lot of work within the program that causes the program to elevate. Walk-ons are important. Ian Stevens uh, going to be a part of that and, and good. Transfers have been added. And, and we know that. Peyton Sparks, Kalel Ware, Anthony Walker, Gabe Cups, and Ja'Kai Newton are coming in as incoming freshmen. And uh, Mackenzie Mbake is still being pursued. He was in Bloomington this weekend on his visit. We'll see what happens with that. Indiana baseball swept Northwestern over the weekend. IU softball swept Michigan State at Andy Moore Field. Uh, the games yesterday, 11-9, was the baseball score at Northwestern. And then 3-1 at Andy Moore Field. As uh, um, Taryn Kern, wow, what a year she's having as a freshman. She's really good. And at any rate, both Indiana baseball and Indiana softball second in the Big Ten, and that's a good thing. Baseball's got a couple of series left. They've got uh, Purdue coming up this weekend, and then they finish up uh, against Michigan State, and that's in East Lansing. That's the end of Big Ten play. Softball is getting going with the Big Ten Tournament this week in Champaign-Urbana. Let's celebrate some birthdays like we said in the beginning. Johnny Unitas would have turned 90 today. Johnny Unitas was a nice man. I met him at a Johnny Unitas men's suit shop right near our house in New Albany. He was all by himself. Nobody came to see Johnny Unitas but me. I got him to sign a book, which was awesome. Seemed to be a very nice guy, kind of a little bit gruff. May have been disappointed that no one else showed up to see him. I don't know. But I enjoyed our visit. Uh, Nate Rush, happy birthday. Heather Tucker, uh, Greg, the great Greg Bozak, celebrating a birthday. Car dealer to the stars. Juliana Christensen, happy birthday. David Darling, happy birthday. Jody, or Joey Marillo, Eric Scherer, happy birthday. And Nigel from Hammer and Nigel on WIBC, happy birthday. If today's your birthday, you celebrate like hell. And if it's not your birthday, you celebrate somebody else. It's best done with an honest and specific compliment. It's a Monday. We got some storms in the area. Don't worry about it. You know what? New Albany hit by a, a tornado uh, Saturday, I believe, an EF1. What are you going to do? It's, it's weather. You don't like it? Wait 15 minutes. That's Indiana. It's race month. That's what we get in race month. It, it's storms and weirdness. And, and fast cars. That's what we get.